Hello everybody, my name is Tina and I am a certified life coach. Welcome back to the Pursuit of Confidence podcast. Let's get to it. Hi everyone, in today's episode, let's talk about taking action in order to get what you want. I've already shared with you all how I used to work two jobs and go to school while taking care of my daughter. And being that determined in my life has really benefited me. It has paid off in other areas that I did not expect it to. And now it's like a learned behavior. I can't not do things in order to be busy and full and make sure that everything gets done that's on my list. And so I just wanted to share a few benefits of that, of having a full to-do list and making sure that you get that done. But also not feeling bad if you don't get it done. Like the list is always going to be there, okay? But I want to encourage you that if you have these goals and you have these big ideas, let's take action to get it done. Let's take that action to complete it. Let's take that action to reach the goal. Because it isn't the goal itself that is going to be something different or to teach you something different or to have you being a different person. It's the actual getting through it. It's the actual steps that you're going to take in order to reach that goal that's going to change you. And so I've always loved being a doer and seeing what I can accomplish, even with my day-to-day living. For example, like I always, always keep a clean house, no matter what. Nothing gets in the way of me making sure that the dishes are done and the floors are clean and the laundry and the grocery shopping, my daughter taking care of everything that she needs, her hygiene, all that stuff. Nothing gets in the way of that. It's important for me to have a clean car, a clean yard, everything. And I'm not saying that I enjoy these chores. I'm just saying that it's always been important to me to not skip over them or to put them off. And it's like I ma- like making my bed. That's important to me. I always have this saying in my head, messy bed, messy head. And so it really, I don't know if it's just psychological and that's okay if it is, but I just seem to think better and, and have a clearer mindset when everything around me is neat and tidy. And I just, I have a, a way of managing my time to make sure that things just get done. Like when I was in college, I would schedule my homework. I would schedule my chores and I would schedule my downtime. This method has proven very efficient for me. To this day, I do this. I schedule my exercising. I schedule my meal prepping. I schedule my time that I work on my business. I schedule the time that I do this podcast. I even schedule my self-care and my movie time I have with myself. And I schedule time for family, friends, things like that. It allows me to make sure that everything that I'm doing is intentional. It's for my higher self. And it reiterates to my brain that what I want is important. It's creating that confidence that I believe I have within me. And it's giving my brain something to focus on. Instead of focusing on what others are doing around me, or what kind of food I could be eating, or what kind of drug I could be doing right now, it gives my brain somewhere to go, something to do, something to be, something to look at and solve and question. 
And it gives my brain the capacity to be in the growth mindset, future-focused. I dream about things that could be possible for me and my daughter. I think about the amazing future that God has in store. And I think about everything that I've worked so hard for and have gotten. My life right now may not be where I want to be, but my life right now is definitely an answered prayer. I wanted this life, and now I'm in it. The schooling and the comfort and the life coaching, it's all been intentional. Before the coaching, I wanted something more. I wanted to do more and be more. Then I found it and I had learned it because it spoke to my heart and it felt real and fulfilling. And now I am it. I am the more. I became more. But that is not to say that there were hardships and failures. I've already shared with you many of those things that I've had in my life. But during the years, I was always willing, ready and willing to do what needed to be done. I have days in times where I'm just ready to give up. I'm ready to be done and I'm just all over it, right? Like I'm like done, I'm over it. Like just these past few weeks, I've had episodes where I was like, okay, I just do not want to do any of this. And I've been doing some really complicated work with my coaching and it's gotten me to the point that I just wanted to give up on the project. So what I did was, as I put my head down and I said, this is really hard, and I don't want to do this right now. And that was my thought. I didn't change it, and I didn't dismiss it. I allowed it, and I felt it. I mention this because I think it's important to note that when we have a hard time at something, we usually wish we could change it. We automatically go to how to change it. We realize that the task is hard and it's uncomfortable and that the thought is uncomfortable when we want to get back to being in our comfort zone. And most of the time we'll get up and we'll move around and we'll get away from that task. We'll find something else to do. But I would like to offer here that we don't change anything. Stay in that uncomfortable. Stay in the hard. Because if you think about it, there really isn't anything wrong per se in hard. It's usually how we are perceiving the thing to be hard, whether it's because what we're doing is either physically hard and puts an exertion on us, like working out, or it's something hard in our brain power, like a computer problem, like I, that's what I was having. We all have had those computer problems where you're trying to get the system to do what you need it to do, and it's doing something completely different, and it is so frustrating and so hard, and you literally just want to throw the thing out the window. You guys know what I'm talking about. This is a space of heart that I'm encouraging you all to stay in, like I did. I was doing the computer thing and trying to figure out a few things all by myself, and I could have just given up, or I can hire someone to do it for me. Because what am I doing is complicated and it's tricky. But when I put my head down and I just admitted to the fact that I was having a hard time and I wanted to give up, I just allowed myself to be okay with the task being hard and complicated. I allowed myself to feel like giving up and I gave myself a minute. Then I just stopped worrying about if I was going to get it right. I'm like, you know what? It doesn't really matter if I get it right. 
It doesn't matter if I complete it. It doesn't matter what it's going to look like when, it, when it's done. It doesn't matter any of it. None of it mattered. What mattered was is that I moved forward, that I took action and my next step. I just said, okay, this is my plan. So what is the next step? I don't have to worry about the result. I don't have to worry about if I'm actually doing it right, if I'm going to fail or succeed, all that stuff. I just, I didn't need to think about the end product here. I just need to think about what the next 10 minutes were. And we can all do anything for 10 minutes. So that's what I did. And it worked. I picked up my head. I said, okay, hard is okay. Hard is not impossible. Let's see what needs to be done in these next 10 minutes. And I completed the next 10 minutes and it was hard and it was annoying and it made me really proud. Am I done? No. Do I have a completed project? No. Can I keep going? Absolutely. And so if this is the kind of principle that helps me in other areas of my life, and since it's in other areas of my life, I'm able to pull it into areas that I'm unfamiliar with, like the computer stuff. I'm not familiar with being at a computer and doing tech stuff, but I'm used to having this kind of mentality in other areas of my life. For example, I've been working a bunch lately. I have a con- I have a contract coaching job that I do part-time. I have my own coaching business that I do part-time and I'm still working in the operating room full-time. And of course I have my daughter. And it's like I'm living in these two different worlds. I have like these two opposing characters that are trying to be just one character, one person. Because in the coaching world, it's all about accountability and responsibility and showing up in a way that demonstrates emotional adulthood. In the coaching world, it's about generosity and self-love and showing fellow feeling towards others. It's about being inclusive and imagining what's what's possible and trying out solutions and being okay with failing. It's about saying yes to yourself and to others. But in the OR, in the hospital, it is completely different. There is this culture of like, you you either sink or swim. We're gonna we eat our young. There's this mean girl culture where people judge and we gossip and all the talk is about each other and how wrong the other person does something. There's doctors that throw fits and there's doctors that are rude and they treat the staff like crap. There is a huge shortage of staff right now and so everyone has to do double the work, extra hours, and the tension is high. We're always rushing around and trying to make the most out of an hour because someone overboarded or underboarded their cases, or we had an emergency that just bumped the whole board. There is no talk of solutions because the current staff, what we're doing is the solution. There's no change. We're on edge and we're edgy. I feel most days that I do show up as my best self, that I do hold space for myself and everyone around me. But sometimes I feel myself becoming influenced by everything around me. And I don't like that. I feel influenced by how hard things are right now. I don't like it. 
but I do try to make sure that I stay out of the discrepancies and I make sure that I bring a good attitude to the day and I try to ease any tension that's in the room with doctors. I bring this up because it, it was a goal of mine to work in the OR. It was something that I fought for. And now that it's been over 10 years, and now that my mind has shifted to bigger and brighter things, I do not minimize what the OR has been for me. And I do not let it slip what the OR does for me now. It affords me a life that is comfortable and good. It gives me a bit of freedom in my schedule. It gives me the funds to do things I never thought I wanted to do. For example, traveling. Who would have thought that I love to travel? Like I love traveling, flying, driving, on the boat, whatever, swimming, anything. I, I am down for it. And being able to invest in me. Who would have thought that I, Tina Nolan, would become a life coach? I mean, it's craziness, this life that I'm living. And it gives me flexibility for my daughter. That is huge. I'm able to make sure that I have a fixed schedule to take care of my baby. I wanted to highlight this piece of my life because I find myself not wanting to do the work in the OR anymore. I find myself not wanting to be there. And I use all of these perspectives that I just shared to remind myself what this job means to me and why it is my why. And I know that my bigger plan is to move away from the OR. It is to become less dependent on the income and the job itself. But right now, I'm doing this job not only because it affords me such great things that I have to remind myself of, because it's not something I want to do anymore. I've been doing it for over a decade, and I just find myself wanting to do the coaching more and more. I find myself moving into my coach self every single day as someone who I feel like at home with. And so I tell myself that me not wanting to go to the OR is giving me, is allowing me to do something that I want to do, right? I am doing things in my life that is allowing me to make a better future. I'm doing it for my future self. I'm doing it for my future daughter. I'm doing all of this in order for us to actually have the life that I'm dreaming of now. Just like when I was in school and I was working two jobs and I was hustling and taking care of everything, that was myself that I was setting up for this future self, for the OR self. I was doing things back then that I didn't want to do in order to get what I wanted. And that is the point. Another area I like to do this in is my workouts. Some days I am exhausted. Working essentially three jobs is draining. Taking care of my health is hard work. Being spiritual is work. Being a mom and a head of the household is work. So some days I just don't want to move or get up. But this is when I remember that I need to do what I don't want to do so that I can get what I want. For example, working out gives me a healthy body. Working out gives me energy. Working out gives me endurance. It gives me it gives me that stamina that somebody of my age needs. 
And so I'm doing something. I don't want to move my body. I don't want to get up. I want to sleep in. So I'm doing something I don't want to do. Getting up. Not sleeping in. Putting my workout clothes on. Pressing play. So that I can get what I want. A healthier body. A health, the inside of my body. Not the outside. It's the inside that matter. Are the molecular processes that are happening. I fuel my body with good food so that that happens too. Again, I'm doing what I don't want to do. I don't want to eat a salad every day, but I do so I can get what I want. And believe me, what I want is important to me. Listen, I have a friend who tells me all the time that I'm spoiled because I get what I want. But I always tell them, yes, yes, I am spoiled and I'm proud of that. Because it's important to me to get what I want and to go where I want and to get where I want to be. And I will not allow anything or anyone to get in my way, especially if that person is me. So I get out of my own way. I used to be in my own way all the time, right? The cigarette smoking, the weed smoking, the pill popping, the over drinking, the sleeping around, the anger, the madness, everything that I was, I used to get in my own way of being a good person that I, w I wanted to be, that I thought wasn't reachable for me. So I get out of my own thoughts. I become what I know I want to be so that my future self is hooked up. I won't take no for an answer, and I will go find an answer. I am a problem solver, and I am a doer, and I am very, very proud of that. You can be this too. You have to believe in yourself. You don't have to have this grandiose inspiration to get what you want. You just have to be the inspiration for the day. Accomplish your day and see what happens. See how you feel. See how your thoughts about you change and flourish because you decided to get out of your own way. Because you decided to say, okay, it's hard. It's complicated. But I'm just going to do the next 10 minutes. Decide not to go into the self-doubt. Decide to block the self-doubt and say, okay, what can I do here? What kind of answer can I find? That is where the real change is going to happen. And your brain is going to change on the way that you're perceiving these things. And it's important for you to know that because that is going to be the place that you go to again and again when more hard things happen, when more difficult things show up. Because this is life and life is hard and life is complicated and difficult. But we have the tools and the means to be better and do better. I love supporting my clients in this area. Remember, there is a dedicated spot on my website for you all to go and get a free session with me. I would love to see you go there. Make a 30-minute session. It's quick, it's fast, it's great. And let's get coaching. Okay, you all. I love, love, love talking about this stuff. And I will talk to you all next week. Please, please, please leave me a review. And let me know how you are enjoying our time together. All right. Bye-bye.